You're tuned in to Nerd Overload, your weekly show for video games, movies, TV shows, comics, tech news, and more. Now your hosts, Cody Pinnock, Samantha Cross, Sam Dunham, and Josh Harrison. Hey everybody, welcome to Nerd Overload, the pop and geek culture show that covers everything from chimpanzee to chimpanzee. Hi Tom. <laughs> I'm Josh. I'm Sam. I'm Cody. We have a great show for you this week. Thank you all for tuning in. We have a bunch of news to go over, but first, let's talk about some things we have been checking out. Check it out! No clips this week. We don't need clips this week. (laughs) I was just thinking we should change it from Pop and Geek Culture Show to the Pop and Geek Culture Show. Yeah, the Pop and Lockin' Show. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> I think it, I think it's got a hipper uh, sound. We'll get that get a younger demographic. That's right. Yep. Yep. That's it. So uh, and my bones turned to dust just hearing it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So yeah, some things we've been checking out. Uh, I haven't done a ton. Uh, I have been checking out the uh, reality show Forged in Fire oh, on Netflix. The blacksmithing show. The blacksmithing show. I've, I've been watching. That was on. Uh, that was on History Channel. It was. And uh, I've been just kind of barreling through these things in a great British bake-off style, just kind of clip. It's, it's really good. I mean, every episode is almost exactly the same. Oh yeah. I mean, there's, it's, it's all forging metal into different shapes. Yeah. Yeah. But like the, the style of knives, they're pretty cool. They kind of hand wave at a little bit of history because the, the whole thing is the first round, you have four people, four blacksmiths. They come in, they're told, okay, make this particular knife or make your own knife out of these weird bits and pieces. Like they had someone, uh, they like gave them a, uh, a riding lawnmower and said, okay, find enough metal usable metal off of this thing <laughs> and make a knife. Go make do it. You have three hours. Go do it. Make the lawn blade. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. Um, Bane of grasses. <laughs> first of its name. Yes. <laughs> But uh, but then they, uh, you know, they go through a couple of eliminations and then they are told, okay now go back to your home forge for five days. Here is a sword from history. Go make this sword from history. (laughs) Uh, And, you you know, they they do clips of, you know, how everything's done and they give they hand hand wave some history about, you know, oh, it's Napoleon's sword that, you know, it was uh, it was thin and it kind of curved up and he was real good at cutting people's heads off. And then they come back and like judge it by like slashing at uh, a a pig carcass or a like bo- the, or a ballistics dummy, <laughs> like the freaking um, cold steel guy. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then they then they try to beat on it with like a hammer or something to see if it breaks. And usually some of them break, but uh, it's a fun show. Um, it's interesting to see blacksmithing. I think it's fascinating. I don't think I would ever be any good at it, but it <laughs> has made me want think about. Uh, maybe I should take like a, a knife making class. There's a place in Columbus. I think it's called like the works or something. Mm-hmm. It's, basically it's a little, you know, kind of workshop. Community. It's like a makerspace kind of yeah, thing. Yeah. It's right? a makerspace. Yeah. And yeah. I guess they have blacksmithing classes and stuff. Really? Yes. That's awesome. Yeah. I, uh, if I were to make a knife, it would be a Damascus style. That's the one where they have like the swirlies mm-hmm. in it because they've like twisted the two different kinds of metal into it. And then like, acid etched it these are terms that i would have never known <laughs> what any of that means but uh but no it's it's an interesting show it's on netflix and uh watched all 27 episodes 
in a very short uh, <laughs> short amount of time. I was flipping through all my streaming services looking for something to watch, and I saw a glass blowing reality show, and I thought. I'd probably watch that. Oh no, that's uh, Jordan and I have said that that might be the next. That might be the next big one is the glass blowing uh, show. Yeah, I'm not, that looks cool enough. Oh sure, yeah, glass blowing is interesting. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, I've I've watched a glass glowing video once or twice in my time. Maybe it's got that Chihuly guy with the eye patch. Oh, that would be cool. <laughs> yeah, uh, I got a real quick one too because I really didn't a lot either. Yeah, go for so it. So I watched. We watched the first couple episodes of no game no life an anime on netflix i know i ha- i have and i don't remember any of it <laughs> i am not even 100 percent sure i i like it there are some aspects of it that are really weird and make me uncomfortable that's probably why i don't remember it i probably blocked it out do they live in a storage container or am i thinking of a different show i don't know if it's a storage container it just kind of looks like a one room apartment full of monitors okay but they're like, I don't know, really good at games. Like the sister has like genius level, like, I don't know, like brain computing capacity or whatever. And he has charisma, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. There's a lot of chess references. It's weird. Yeah. Like, I guess in this fantasy world, they get sucked into where the god of games basically took over. And so every aspect of the of life in the world is decided by games like war everything is reboot this is reboot (laughs) kinda except like there's like a whole thing where like any kind of major decision or bartering or anything is done by games and it could be anything it could be rock paper scissors it could be poker it could be chess Mm. but just the two parties have to agree on the game or whatever it's really like in the first couple episodes you see like people playing poker you see people playing literally rock, paper, scissors. You, and could, you could settle your divorce with Quake 3 Arena is what you're saying. <laughs> Unreal I guess. tournament. And there's like these giant chess pieces in the background. And I guess like the god of games lives in one of them or something. I don't know. It's really weird. Oh, and the world is called Disboard. Like Disboard game. Wow. that's Oh, that's. Yeah. I don't think I like this. No. Yeah. And like the animation's really weird too. Like it's. There aren't a lot of hard lines, and what lines are drawn are a really bright color. Mm. Oh, and then this this brother-sister end up beating somebody in a chess match and become the king and queen of this human country or whatever. Yeah, no, this sounds like an anti-recommend. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like I said, I'm not sure how I feel about it. Like, it's... it's No, te- judging by the way you're talking, I think I can tell how you feel about it. <laughs> like, technically speaking, it's very interesting to look at. Mm. That's about where I feel on it. I don't know. I I might finish it just to say I did. <laughs> <laughs> I watched uh, the Mitchells versus the Machines. The yeah, how was that? I, I was wanting to watch. I I remember seeing the original trailer for it yeah, when it was, was to, called Connected. Yeah, yeah, when it was going to go to theaters, and I was like, oh, that, I kind of like that. I want to watch that. It, it is very very good. It's extremely well done. Um, I mean, it's it's like a family story about a a girl who's about to go off to college. And a, a, a last ditch attempt to bond with his daughter. The dad makes the whole family go on a road trip to her, to drop her off at school. Yeah. And then the robot machine apocalypse happens during this road trip. And it's just, it's really well written. It's really funny. It looks great. The animation is very cartoony. 
Yeah, I've seen a lot of stills of this thing, and I and I wa- remember the original trailer as well. It looks and really like, good, and like actions and and things are like like the little two D animations are alongside the three D animations to like kind of put you in the headspace of the girl. Oh, interesting. Okay, so it looks really cool and has neat little flourishes like that. All the characters are very well written. Like every member of the family kind of has an arc mm-hmm. and feels like a a person instead of just like a character, a cheap yeah. Like, try to think of a cartoon family that has a mom character that gets to do anything at all that's not Linda Belcher. Well, yeah. <laughs> or just has a mom character yeah. in a lot of cases. But, yeah. Oh, interesting. And interesting. Really, yeah, the mom is good. Every character is is well-developed and fun and funny. Cool. I, I absolutely loved it. So is, it is that where that, that image of the Furby comes from? Yes. Okay. There, there are Furbies in it, and I really don't want to spoil it because it's very funny. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> like, I remember seeing the original trailer for it, and it looked kind of like just like a standard, like, daughter's kind of used to be like daddy's little girl, but they're kind of like grown apart or whatever. And that that's what the story is, but it's so it's better than that. The original trailer was really didn't do it justice. justice I remember the original trailer made it seem as though it's like the overarching story is, Oh, these young kids and their technology. I will show them that technology is actually a bad thing <laughs> because I'm old. I mean, it has elements of that, but they soften the dad character enough oh, to where he doesn't good. come off as a just total jerk. Okay. Cause that's kind of what the, the trailer initially had set up a little bit. I mean, it, it's done by uh, uh, Lord and Miller, and if you so, like, yeah, it's going to be. If you like those guys' stuff, then this will be also right up your alley. Awesome, but it's it's one of the better animated movies I've seen in a long time. Cool. Oh, cool. so the animation style kind of reminded me of kind of like a Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs, and that was them and, too. And, so and, and, <laughs> yeah, and, uh, Hotel Trans- Transylvania just a little bit. Yeah, and I love that. I love when they. If they're gonna do 3D, I love it when they actually make it look like cartoons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not give give people weird shapes. Yeah, and not your just your standard CGI kind of look of things. Like yeah, let's make it look like real people, but not really. <laughs> right, right. Or you know, you could go the other aspect of it, and where B movie, everyone looks like you know some kind of monstrosity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I, I just I don't care for the way Pixar does it. They they have a house style and mm-hmm. it's just it's not far enough one way or the other. It's it was so good. safe. You know what? It was good to start off with, but now it's yeah, it's too samey. Although Soul was really good. Mm. I still haven't watched that. They their 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 characters looked cartoony and it was some of the best like uh cartoon representations of african american people that i've ever seen oh wow like they they weren't exaggerated in a way that was like kind of racist like a lot of times happens yeah like <laughs> it it was it was really good <laughs> oh good good hey uh the other uh day you mentioned you also watched uh psycho gorman oh yes finally. i did yeah so Let's take a minute and talk about that because now, <laughs> now I can talk to someone about Psycho Gorman. Uh, it's probably one of my favorite movies I've ever seen now. Yeah, that's what I thought. I thought that was going to be the answer. Yeah. yeah. It's uh, very funny and very... The practical effects are amazing and fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that the movie lives and dies by its practical effects. Yeah. It, it really feels like an homage 
just this side of parody, but an homage to the eighties, like going to the video store, getting a, a weird uh, VHS off the shelf. Yeah. With cool art and going, Oh, what's this thing? Yeah. And it's it this, feels like that. And it's this schlocky garbage. <laughs> it's, it's oh yeah, very much like screaming mad George meets the Power Ranger. Yes, <laughs> like, that's a lot of it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which uh, screaming mad George like props if anybody gets that reference. Oh, that reminds me. I actually rewatched uh, Freaked the other day, the uh, Alex Winter uh, movie from the nineties. Oh, I need to watch that. Oh man, it's super good. I mean, it's super bad, but it's super good. <laughs> <laughs> Uncredited Ke- Keanu Reeves as uh, Ortiz the Dog Boy. <laughs> I've talked about Freaked on the show before, yeah. so I won't go into it. But like, yeah, I, the uh, the effects and like the uh, a lot of the animation in that is uh, clay claymation animation like the transformation sequences when they be, are turned into like the freaks it's like their bodies turn into weird clay <laughs> blobs that swirl around and stuff like that and i mean the movie is a little mean-spirited in the way that um early to mid 90s alternative comedy movies yeah. kind of tend to be but it just comes with the territory yeah it comes with the territory and uh, i forgot that um the guy okay so in the pirates of the caribbean movies uh, the two comedy relief pirates yeah. skinny skinny guy and big guy mm-hmm. um i forgot big guy got his start um working with alex winter on a bunch of projects and he is in freaked as huh. the human torch and he is a guy who just constantly farts fire nonstop. <laughs> but uh yeah yeah so anyway yeah but back to psycho gorman um Past the Bloodles. Past the Bloodles. <laughs> All the effects are are great in there. the 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 humor, the dry humor, is fantastic. Yeah, it's like a very good combination of dry humor and like absurdist. Yes. Yep. Like like the dad character is just full on like absurdist stuff. Oh, he has the worst the worst advice yeah. in any given situation. And he's just like just a total piece of garbage. Oh, he's te- he's terrible. <laughs> he's lazy yeah. and terrible. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah, he's pretty bad. The uh, the the fight scene with all with uh, Psycho Gorman's lackeys that, that come was to Earth. The best part of the that whole was, movie. Yeah, yeah, that that was the most Power Rangery of the bunch, except for all the excessive uh, uh, violence. Yeah, that's the other thing. Like it, it's called Psycho Gorman for a reason. Like there's yeah. plenty of gore, so. Mm-hmm. Although, like, it's not like it's realistic. No, or it's anything. it's cartoony. Yeah. It's cartoonish yeah. gore. It's like, yeah, it's but it's so gross. Mm. I I love a good blood spray in a movie. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, it's like it's like all of those aliens are uh, have high pressure. Like they, <laughs> yeah, they have really high blood pressure. <laughs> they're like they're like super soakers that have just been pumped up to the point where <laughs> just full to burst. <laughs> like like if your gore is so over the top like that, then I. It stops being realistic yeah, and it just starts being funny. It doesn't gross me out. It, it cracks me up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's almost like, what's well, like Toxic Avenger level? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I would, that's very much a, kind of on the same level as original Toxic Avenger, for the, sure. Hunky, his hunky boys. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Not it's my funny. hunky boys. Samantha and I were trying to watch, find like a good horror movie to watch on Shudder the other night. Mm-hmm. And I picked something and it cut directly to the uh, trauma um, 
Lloyd Kaufman and was it Michael Hers present in the oh, skyline? No. And I immediately went, well, no, not this one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. They're... Uh, I love I mean, Uncle Lloydy. I, yeah, I, I love trauma movies, but the, you have to be in a certain You do have mood, to be in a mood. That's not what we were looking for at that's, the time. That's fair. That's, that's very fair. <laughs> I think that was the problem when I, when I ran into like uh, Sergeant Kabuki. And when I watched it, I was like, I love Sergeant Kabuki, man. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I like, like thinking back on it, I like it. But at the time I was like, I'm not sure I like this movie. <laughs> well, they, well, Sergeant Kabuki, man had an identity crisis. It didn't know what it wanted to be. Uh, it didn't know if it wanted to be kind of a goofy kids movie or a trauma movie. <laughs> so it tried to be both. And those, yeah, those things don't go together. They don't. They, they're, <laughs> Yeah, they're like oil and water, <laughs> with with nudity, with lot with copious nudity. Yes, <laughs> yes. It almost like Troll Two almost felt that way. Like mm-hmm. it was intended to be a kids movie, but some, some wires got crossed. Some of that somewhere. stuff is just not. Yeah, yeah. Because then you got like Corn Witch and like. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> I don't watch that one in a while, but oh well, man, Troll yeah, Two. I don't think I need to though either. <laughs> Neil Cobb, it's goblins fell backwards. This is their kingdom, <laughs> and the stuff like that is like, oh, maybe this is a kids movie, right? Right. <laughs> no, but then you get to the part where the trolls are eating the mom. <laughs> Do you want some, Joshua? And they're gonna eat me. <laughs> oh my, my god! god. <laughs> oh, so stupid. Yeah. Oh, speaking of stupid movies, I watched a, um, again, movie, I'm not sure if it's for kids or for adults, <laughs> um, made back in the 80s called uh, Eliminators. Oh, uh, I showed you the trailer oh, yeah. for this before. <laughs> I don't want to spoil it too much because this is definitely like movie night fodder. <laughs> like, you guys got to see this to believe it, but it's uh, basically the story of this mad scientist that has built a time machine and he has been sending his own personal assistant who is also a half man half robot through time and th- things happen things happen that's all <laughs> happen yeah man that cyborg android guy in the trailer is the most ridiculous dumb thing i've ever seen oh yeah seen. with his tank tre- uh tank treads yeah, legs yeah, a man with humongous tank treads like way too big <laughs> oh yeah like he's not like johnny 5 it's like <laughs> Is that the guy he sent back in time? Yes. How he's gonna stand out like a sore thumb? Of course he is. <laughs> also, there, there's a point where the uh, the mad scientist at the beginning of the movie complained to him because he wanted to bring wanted Manborg to bring back some kind of actual proof that he's going back in time, and Manborg keeps bringing back cavemen. <laughs> it's like, no, I need a thing, and not a person. So at one point they're in the they're in the woods and there's just like a tribe of cavemen that they've just they've never taken back to their own time. They just kind of released to the woods outside the compound <laughs> and there's and do? there's just a bunch of cavemen hanging around. There's a ninja that shows up. There's a, a Roman centurions that gets blasted by a robot man. Like the whole thing, it just looks like like they took like half a mannequin and stuck it on a giant remote controlled tread. Oh yeah, yeah. Like the way, like when he goes, like in the trailer when he went down the stairs, and the way it shakes and stuff. Yeah, he, yeah, he almost fell out of the thing. 
I thought of another movie I watched. I Go watched, for it. I yeah. watched one of the Lupin movies. Oh, yeah. Like one of them from the 80s. It's uh, The Secret of Gold Babylon. Okay. Mm. It was weird. Sure. Because it, it was one of the weird ones. One like, of, yeah. Miyazaki's not on this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's about like him trying to find the gold treasure in the Tower of Babel. Okay. And there's I like... I thought part of the whole story of the Tower of Babel was it was destroyed. Well, in this movie, uh, God went to pick it up and uh, he dropped it in where modern day New York is. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> yeah, by accident. Okay, well. God's always, you know. Oops, Butterfingers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if we know one thing about God, he is fallible. And yeah. <laughs> it is prone to, to comedic uh, uh, foibles. But it also turns out like aliens two okay <laughs> like, all right like so maybe it was aliens that picked it up like ancient alien theorists believe uh but it, it was a really like kind of weak weird story like that yeah. it was more more an excuse to have lupon get chased around a lot in fun and interesting ways i mean you know, there's nothing wrong with lupon the third yeah he's yeah. always getting chased and, yeah. the, and the animation's really bouncy and fun and the chase sequences are are fun to watch well then, because of it, so like no, no complaints. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, I, I I always love Lupin. I don't think I've ever seen a piece of Lupin uh, media I did not like. No, and it, and they redubbed it with the cast of character of Lupin that that people most people know. Yeah, the Adult Swim cast, and they do a good job. Is that the one with Tony Oliver? Yeah, with Power Rangers producer and Green Ranger namesake Tony Oliver. Yes. As yes. the voice of Lupin. He is Lupin to me. Mm-hmm. That voice is Lupin. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's to the point where, like, I prefer the dub on Lupin because they do such a good job. Yeah. Oh, sure. I didn't explain Lupin the Third is a world famous thief character who steals the gentleman thief who globetrots and steals things and is chased by Interpol policeman Zenigata. And he has a gang of criminals with you know, specific talents that he works with. The swordsman, the gunsman, and then the, the girl. Lady. The girl, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Although I love Fujiko. Her character, like, yeah, she's sexy lady character, but she's like the kind of character that uses that to her advantage right. and gets power from it. Mm-hmm. And it makes her more of a fun character because Yeah, she's of kinda it. like she's definitely got like a kinda like a like a cat woman without like, you know, cat theme without the cat theme and she'll get one over on lupon more often than not (laughs) and that's and that's what makes it fun yeah yeah all right well hey let's go ahead and take a break here and when we come back we'll uh get into some news This city desert makes you feel so cold It's got 
back that was baker street by jerry rafferty (laughs) (laughs) anyway we played that because we have night court related news and that's the closest you can get to the night court theme uh while still being an actual song that's more than a minute long yeah yeah it's either that (laughs) or the saxophone guy from uh uh, lost boys lost boys The and epic- now I have that picture yeah. in my epic, head. Uh-huh, the epic uh-huh. sax man. Yep, yep. <laughs> All right, so hey, let's go ahead and get into the news.
No. No, 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 still nothing. I'm thinking now we definitely need Rick doing. <laughs> yeah, that, on the soundboard. Yeah, on yeah the soundboard. I, that might that might be. Yeah, that might pop up eventually. I mean, there's some definitely some good jokes you could pull from that show. Yeah. So hey, uh, Night Court is coming back. It's a thing that is happening. We've run out of things to bring back, and we finally scraped down to Night Court. Everybody. <laughs> You know what? Night Court is a great yeah, show. Actually, I've heard nothing but good things about Night Court. It's a, that was kind it's of a mean. super. It's a super <laughs> good show. I remember watching a lot of Night Court on like TV Land and stuff like that. Um, so I don't know if they're getting the entire cast back. Uh, from what I understand, I know they are getting. Um, I just had the guy's name. I'm gonna have to look it up real quick. Michael Dorn. It's not That's Michael. It's the first name that it's, popped into my head. Jesus, Worf. Worf from Night Court. Worf. Yes, Worf. Worf is the new bailiff <laughs> in Night Court. No, Worf is the judge. <laughs> judge Worf. I'd watch that shit. I'd watch Judge Worf. <laughs> you were talking about Worf so much, I got on IMDb and started typing in Worf. <laughs> Your argument is weak. It has no honor. <laughs> okay so I sentence you to battle <laughs> battle in the court of night yeah. <laughs> uh, okay so uh, John Larroquette who uh, kind of got his uh, one of his big breaks on the original night court is actually coming back uh, and is going to be one of the uh, um, uh, lawyers the original uh, thing on the original night court he was like a big shot he thought he was a big shot uh, lawyer, but was stuck doing like nights, like courts, nights courts. <laughs> yeah, basically. And um, the theory is he after night court, the show, the original show ended, he went on to become a big time city New York lawyer and got in trouble for something and has been kicked back down to the <laughs> night court. Guess what? You're back. Guess what? You're back in the night court. And um, so the uh, uh, actor who played the uh, judge, um, Harry Anderson, he has uh, he passed away uh, a few years ago. But they are they have cast. Uh, um, I think her name is Michelle Roche. Um, I think that's her name. That sounds right. Yeah, she played Bernadette on The Big Bang Theory. She is going to be playing the new uh, judge and also Harry Anderson's daughter in this. And a lot of the a lot of it's going to come down to Larroquette and uh, uh, new judge uh, kind of butting heads and stuff. <laughs> She's the Big Bang Theory that's not Harley Quinn and not Maya Bialik. Yeah, not Blossom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but no, I'm I'm excited for a new Night Court. I'm curious to see how many of the original cast they'll have come back in like. You know, some capacity. Some capacity. Marky Post is still around. She was one of the judges. Not one of the judges. She was one of the lawyers. She, a lot of times, filled that role that kind of butted heads with John Larroquette from the original series. Uh, Bull. Um, the bailiff. Yeah. yeah. Richard Mole, that big, <laughs> big tall man. Bull from Night Court. He's not doing anything. <laughs> he can come back. I still want Wharf Court. Wharf Court would be great, yes. <laughs> you must battle with a Neoctorage. <laughs> that was my attempt at fake Klingon. I hope it was, it was pretty good. close. It was pretty close. <laughs> I was, I was going to say either of, that was Klingon or you just spoke backwards. Yeah, it's about the same. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I realized I just took a bit from the Aquatine 
uh, when Frylock builds that supercomputer and he names it something in Klingon and it's like Oogie Miktaj. Yes. I basically just said that really fast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. Uh, yeah. So um, hearing about Night Court actually got me thinking about uh, old uh, sitcoms from like uh, TV Land era or, you know, even when we were like kids or whatever. What were some of the ones that you guys watched? Like, because I know everybody watched some sitcoms. Oh, just man. Kind of the thing. Uh, I don't know. I mostly didn't watch things that if they weren't animated. Uh, fair. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, let's see here. I used to watch a lot of uh, I Dream of Genie and Bewitched. Sure. Yeah. Oh, I, I love Bewitched. This has been a known quantity mm-hmm. on this show. Yeah. Bewitched is pretty great. <laughs> yep. Yep. Uh, I, I did watch a fair bit of Rhoda. Rhoda? Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's just because it was on. I don't think it was because I necessarily liked the character or something. I I think most people watch sitcoms just because they're on. Yeah, I mean, Mm. my TV rarely left Nick when I was younger. So when Nick at Night came along, that was a lot of stuff I was watching. Although even I wouldn't watch Hey Dude. (laughs) I would change the channel on Hey Dude. I would change the channel on Hey Dude as well, yes. Yeah, Yeah. I'd probably play like a video game until Hey Dude was over. It's a little wild and a little strange. Yeah, so I could watch... (laughs) So I go watch uh, uh, Salute Your Shorts. Uh, and you, you make your home out on the range. Did you hear uh, the Paramount app has all has every single episode of uh, Legends of the Hidden Temple? Oh, on it. no. There's like three seasons of 44 episodes each. There's over 100 episodes of Legends of the Hidden Temple of on there. Of kids not being able to put that, that monkey together and, right. And Kurt Fogg like, putting them on the, those children on the spot in and like, you know really what? awkward ways. I've probably seen every single one I of have, them. yes. yes. <laughs> Man, Don't make me want to get Paramount Plus any more than I already kind of do. I know, do. right? Yeah. <laughs> Tell them what they've won, Ol- Olmec. Olmec. You get moon shoes. <laughs> <laughs> like I, and a $20 gift certificate to... Taco Bell <laughs> and a something. trip to Universal Studios where you already, already are. are. Already are. <laughs> I mean, I heard I've heard some stuff about like 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 behind the scenes stuff about that show. Like a lot of the prizes weren't fulfilled. Oh, and it was rigged too. It was pretty rigged. It was super rigged. I they heard. would yeah, they would put a lot of the more athletic kids on like one specific team more times than not. Yeah, it was like the the Jaguars or whatever. Yeah. 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 And those temple guards could show up just like wherever they wanted. There oh, yeah. Them. There was no. Yeah. Um, did you know that was D. Bradley Baker, the voice of Olmec? I'm not surprised. That yeah. sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I never did watch that little movie they made not too long ago. It was probably bad. <laughs> probably. I, I did not hear very good things, although Kirk Fogg did show up. But getting back to uh, uh, old TV sitcoms and stuff, I watched a lot of Mary Tyler Moore. Oh, I did too. I did too. Yeah. Watched a lot of that. Watched a lot of uh, one of my favorite episodes is the one where they do the funeral for the for the clown. There was like a, a bozo the clown type character. Oh, I don't remember that was that on there. One. Okay, so on this on this episode, there's a bozo the clown type character who had passed away, and uh, uh, Mary Tyler Moore. Every time it came up, couldn't stop laughing because <laughs> the cl- the clown died in kind of a weird, funny way. So they're sitting at the funeral. And they're talking about, you know, all this clown stuff and she's having a hard time keeping, keeping, keeping it, it together. And the and everyone's like, hey, come on, stop, you know, whatever. And the uh, the the pastor tells her, no, he would have wanted you to laugh. So go on. You can <laughs> go on. Laugh, laugh. And then she bursts out crying. Oh. 
It's kind of, yeah, you know, it's kind of one of those kind of yeah. things. But uh, yeah, one of the better episodes. Um, WKRP in Cincinnati, talking about radio. I mean, I've watched I've watched an episode here or there. I'm like, I wasn't like, I didn't follow it super hard, but thanks, I, I remember seeing it. The Thanksgiving episode is great because they did like a turkey drop from a helicopter. <laughs> and whoever set it up didn't realize that turkeys don't fly. So they were basically dive bombing live turkeys all over Cincinnati. <laughs> And this guy runs into the studio and goes, as God is my witness, I thought turkeys could fly. <laughs> I remember being it's like, bored. oh, the humanity, the turkeys, they're just, <laughs> they're just dropping from the sky. <laughs> I remember being bored when MASH was on. I liked MASH. I, I'm sure it's a great well, show. As a kid, I didn't care for MASH all that much. I've watched a lot of MASH uh, here in the last couple of years, and it's... It's yeah. really good. I'm sure it's fantastic. I mean, but, it was but then you get like, but then you get like mate. the episodes near the end where um, it's a uh, it's spinoff. Uh, After Mash is not very good. Where uh, oh, what's this? The guy who played Hawkeye. Uh, oh yeah, Al- uh, Alda. Yeah, when he became the director and made like really serious. It got really serious there near the end. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that wasn't as much fun. <laughs> it is. It is Vietnam, though. Korean, so. yeah, it's, it's the Korean, Korean War. Korean Korean War. War. Why do you think it yeah. was Vietnam? Oh well, because it was an Asian war. Yeah, <laughs> and they happened really close to each other. Yeah, but uh, no, Mash was really good. Um, I've said on the show multiple times I've watched almost every not not of my own choosing, but I have watched every episode of uh, Full House. I'm sorry, yeah. <laughs> that is a part of my brain that I wish I could cut it out. <laughs> oh, uh, I got it. You're fired. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Oh, my Lanta. That's a thing from that. That is an Oh, my Lanta. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What was the, 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 the Olsen? Somebody Olsen. stop me. No, yeah. that's the mask. Smoking. Smoking. You know, <laughs> you got it, dude. Yeah, that's the, way, that's the one I couldn't think yeah. of. You got it, dude. Yep, yep. I always thought it was kind of weird, like, how... Bob Saget was like the host of America's Funniest Home Videos, and then after he left, they got Dave Coulier in. Mm-hmm. Well, I like, mean, they had Coulier has nothing better to do, yeah. other than breaking up with Atlantis uh, Morissette and that. making her mad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but hey, he, he's immortalized in a song yeah. about about their breakup. Not everybody can say not that about every, themselves. Not many people can say that. Yeah, <laughs> unless you dated Taylor Swift. Well, that's, anyway, yeah, that's a yeah. <laughs> Um, I remember when Fuller House came out and everybody was like freaking out about it. And I'm like, well, I'll give it a shot. Sure. Oh, it's garbage. And I watched like maybe two minutes and I'm like, oh, I hate this. It's terrible. (laughs) It's terrible. And and guess what? It's very, it's like, it's very much like the original, but also winking at the camera constantly. And it's the worst. Uh. Just the worst. Family Matters. Love some, uh, some of that TGIF stuff. Yeah. Well, dinosaurs, but... Urkel goes to space. Oh, dinosaurs is so good. Dinosaurs was very good. It's like a legitimately very well-written and good show. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember some of the some of the weirder ones. Like, L.O. Cool J had a show for, like, a season where he played a uh, an injured football player that had to live in an apartment in the projects, and hilarity ensued remember the pjs i was just getting ready <laughs> to say uh, that PJs. as soon as you said projects i thought of the pjs yep yep i remember the pjs i'll as bet well. that doesn't hold up no <laughs> no definitely not it does not no no 
All right. Well, hey, do we want to move on to some other yeah, some other yeah. stuff here? We've been we we've been waxing nostalgic for the for PJs long enough. It was definitely a show I would watch because it was on before like The Simpsons and yes. Futurama. Yep, that's it. <laughs> that is it. The fact that Futurama had a PJ's reference in an episode. Oh, I did, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. It, it, yeah. Was the, it was the it was the it was the manhole cover. Yeah, yeah. That's when they went down to the sewer to go visit the mutants or something. Yep. You know, uh, I'll be honest. That's how I started watching King of the Hill because just solely because it was on before The Simpsons. I mean, it ended up being you know a good show. Yeah. But that's how I started with it. I was like, oh yeah, I'll watch this. I think it's I fine. started watching it because Mike Judge was doing it, and I was mm. like, oh, I, I love Beavis and Butthead. Yeah. I was not allowed to watch Beavis and Butthead as a I child. I mean, I wasn't either, but it didn't stop. Same, same. <laughs> and now yeah. as an adult. I love Beavis and Butthead. It's fantastic. <laughs> yeah. I know Mike Judge more from Office Space than Beavis and Butthead just because mm. I didn't grow up with, yeah. with it as much. Oh, and that show, The Good Family, that he did that's like left wing. I don't, I've never watched that one. I caught like 10 minutes of it on Shout Factory TV on Twitch. It is terrible. Really? Yeah, it's real bad. Mm. It doesn't have the same. It doesn't have the heart King of the Hill does. It feels way more mean-spirited for yeah. some reason. Well, you'll have that, I suppose. <laughs> anyway, yeah, let's move on to some other news. Uh, pick something from the big board there, guys. Marvels. Yeah, Marvels. Marvels. <laughs> Marvel stuff. Marvel things. Okay, so yeah, so Marvel, um, they put out like a video, right? Yeah, it was like a little trailer. Yeah, releasing uh, with a bunch of uh, uh, release dates for a lot of their upcoming... For the new Marvel phase of stuff. Their next phase of things. What, what phase are we on now? Like this is like four. four? I think yeah. this is four, technically. No, I think this is five. Four. I th- I'm pretty sure that this is four because phase one ended with Avengers... Phase one. two ended with Age of Ultron. No, phase two ended with Guardians 1. Mm. Fun fact, we're nine years out from the Avengers. Oh. That was nine years ago. Oh. Thor was ten years ago. Thor wow. happened a decade ago. Oh, Thor is a decade old. My gosh. Wow. Really? <laughs> wow. Wow. That's hard to fathom. Hey, hey, remember when uh remember when the, the Hulk movie came out and we were working at the comic shop together? <laughs> yeah. And we painted those Hulk models. We yeah, we sat in the shop and painted the Hulk models all day. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so we're gonna start with some of these here. Uh Black Widow uh has finally landed July 9th, 2021. You think it's going to get moved again? I'll believe it when I see it. Yes. I mean, it was supposed to be in theaters a long time ago. Like a year and a half ago. The movie's been done forever. Yeah. They've had plenty of time to tweak things if they need to fix anything. Yeah, it better be the best one. Yeah. (laughs) But also the fact that it's going to go to Disney Plus with Premiere Access, and it just makes me mad. Yeah, and everybody knows that Premiere Access is bullcrap. Yeah, no, I will find alternative means to watch this movie. I will not pay 30 extra dollars just to just for the option to watch it for like a couple of days like, that's that's ridiculous 30 is way too much oh god so 20 much. would be pushing it yeah like, i would i mean 15 i at, could see 15 at the same time though when we went to theaters and bought tickets i, mean, I wasn't we, paying 30 yeah, bucks in a theater i was yeah. if it was if it was 20 i would have at least i would at least think about it if it were 20, I would go, but not get any snacks. True. Yeah, usually when I go to the movies, it ends up costing me like 17 bucks. Yeah, that's most. about, yeah. I'm yeah. not a big movie snack guy, really. I'll, I'll get a popcorn and a pop if if the movie's relatively might, cheap. But if yeah. it's like one of the big, like, you know, $10, like a, $15 like, ticket, like an I'm not going to Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
but yes, and um, along with this, uh, Scarlett Johansson confirmed that the movie takes place between Captain America Civil War and Avengers Infinity War. So I mean, it has to. Yeah, it has to, to, but I mean, there was some kind of discrepancy on where exactly this thing was going to fall, but that's definitely where it's going to land. So hope, that's cool. I hope Florence Pugh is really good in it. I hope so. She's good. Because she's, she's going to be the Black Widow moving forward. Yeah. She's kind of yet filling, you know, going to be filling that role from here on out. I she suppose. was good in Midsummer, mm-hmm. <laughs> and also Rachel Wise in this movie. I didn't requ- I didn't realize that Rachel Wise and um, um, David Harbor. Oh, I forgot about David. Harbor. He's going to be great as as the Red Guardian. He's going to be so great. Hopefully, better than he was as Hellboy. Big, big, fat Russian <laughs> yeah. Captain old, America. Old, retired Soviet Captain America. Yeah, yeah. Okay. No, it will be interesting how they explain uh, Taskmaster's powers. Yeah. I'm hoping by the end of the movie, Taskmaster has a better costume. Yeah, I don't like his stupid paintball mask. Yeah, it's dumb. Give him a, give him his skeleton mask and his stupid cape <laughs> and his and a shield and bows well, and arrows and he, all of like well, the he weird does, stuff. He, I saw a couple trailers where he does have a shield. At one point, he does have a, a bow and arrow. That's cool. That's cool, at least. Okay, so September 3rd of this year... Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. We talked about the trailer last week. Looks Excited. Good. Yeah. Looks good. Yeah. I mean, I want, I want my Kung Fu epic in my Marvel. Yeah, absolutely. That's, I, I think, like we have said before, Marvel, these Marvel movies, now now that they've established what they are, they do the best when they are kind of swaying towards other genres and kind of the wushu style of filmmaking with this, I think, is going to fit really well. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, that was some of the stuff, like, that was some of the good stuff with Guardians. And that was the really good stuff with uh, Doctor Strange was they were, like, so outside what we were used to at the time. Yeah. Next up, November 5th, uh, The Eternals. Which they did have a short little bit in that video. I have no idea what any of it is. I'm completely clueless on this one. Well, the Eternals is another kind of X-Men without being the X-Men. So they it's because they botched the Inhumans so bad <laughs> that they had to move Thanks on shield. to the Eternals. Yeah. Yeah. So it, they're they're going to be kind of like weird, immortal, the X-Men. Um, some of the Eternals in Marvel Comics were mistaken for uh, gods back in like ancient times. So you're going to have like someone who might maybe or maybe not be basically Hercules, kind of that sort of thing. Well, I mean, Hercules is a character in the well, Marvel but, comics. But, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know, um, like Atlas. I think Atlas is, yeah. is like actually one of the Eternals in this. Oh, yeah. Isn't like uh, somebody, Charles Atlas. Isn't somebody the- supposed to be Zeus in an upcoming Marvel movie? It uh, wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. I, oh, I think uh, I think Russell Crowe is actually supposed to be Zeus. In in Thor: Love and Thunder. Interesting, really. Yeah, that was something I read the other day. Okay, that's great. Which means, are they gonna throw in, uh, you know, Hercules? That would be good, good buddy of of Thunder God Thor. That would be pretty great. That would be pretty great. You know what? Jason Momoa would make a great Hercules. I know, right? Yeah, you'd have to change sides though. Yeah, well, you know, whatever. He can make a little more money. I mean, That's James fine. Gunn's doing the same thing. Yeah, but like, yeah, so Hercules in the Marvel comics is, imagine Thor from Thor 1, but he never learns his lesson. He never learns He's humility. He's just always kind of a, du- a, 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 a douche. A, kind of a dink. So <laughs> um, that's that's Hercules. 
Um, so yeah, so that's the Eternals. All I know um, for sure is that Kumail Nanjiani is in it, and he's huge. He's, he's gotten yoked. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's too big. He's not an indoor kid anymore. <laughs> he's, he's an outdoor kid. Yeah. He, he don't. He doesn't fit indoors anymore. No, he, he got, doesn't fit through doors anymore. <laughs> he's jacked. Uh, okay, December. And s- that was our rapid fire Kumail jokes. Bing, bit. bing, bing. Yeah. Got him. Nailed it. Uh, December 17th, 2021, Spider-Man No Way Home. We don't know too much about this other than this may have all of the Spider-Mans. <laughs> and it'll probably be the last Tom Holland one, I think. Um, it. I don't know. At if it's least the, through Marvel. At least through Marvel until they, I think. Reach another agreement. Yeah. I think they're going to reach another agreement. They've already kind of reached an agreement. We didn't talk about this last week, but there was a thing with... Um, uh, Right now, all of the Sony uh, Spider-Man movies are on Netflix. After a few years, in a few years' time, they will all eventually be on Disney Plus. So that's kind of the agreement that they've worked out. Plus, a, plus the all virtually all the Spider-Man cartoons are also on Disney Plus. Right? Yeah, they'll move all, Yeah, so everything will end up moving over that way. I think Sony's not stupid. I think they're going to reach another agreement where they'll continue continue to collaborate with. Marvel. collaborate there'll just be another like three weeks where everybody's really worried about spider-man again yeah pretty much <laughs> yeah i think after this point it's just like you know okay you you've cried wolf too many times <laughs> yeah march 25th 2022 doctor strange in the multiverse of madness yeah this one looks really good we've talked about this one before it, it's skewing more towards the horror end of things sam raimi directing this is the one I'm most excited this is for. Gonna be a I good think this one. is the one most people are most excited <laughs> yeah. for. Yeah. Yep. Looking forward to it. I, Plus, I, I really like Doctor Strange. Like, Doctor Strange is probably one of my favorites of the MCU. Mm-hmm. Character-wise, he is my favorite, but his movie I thought was just fine. His movie was kind of a throwback to the stock standard origin movie. Yeah, but it also had really good visuals. Yeah. That was what kind of saved that movie. Yeah, oh, I'm excited to see Doctor Strange in a more wild movie that doesn't stick to Can you the... imagine Doctor Strange with the Sam Raimi crash zooms? <laughs> <laughs> you mean you mean like a, the surgery scene in Spider-Man 2? Kind of like that. Two hours of just crash zooms and like... I can't wait to see uh, Bruce Campbell as like a butler. Oh, he's, gonna, man. he's gonna show up somewhere. You know he's got he has, to. He's contractually obligated. Oh, Sam Raimi's directing? Well, here's my assistant, Bruce Campbell. <laughs> and that car. He puts that one car in all He does put that one movies. car in all of his movies. Oh, yeah. yeah that, that stupid yellow car. Yeah. May 6th, 2022, Thor Love and Thunder. Don't know too much about it. Other than... Taika Waititi. Yeah. And uh, Lady Thor. Yep. I, I have not seen a Taika Waititi movie that I did not thoroughly enjoy, so... Yep. So, gonna be good. Yeah. Gonna be good. This is kind. Of, this next one's gonna be... Uh, is kind of the surprise for me. Um, July 8th. They actually have a date for this one. Uh, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. So, they are going ahead with another Black Panther movie, which is great. They have reiterated that they will not be recasting Chadwick Boseman as Black as uh, uh, T'Challa as Black Panther. So I am really, really interested to see where, where they, they go, take it. where they take it, what they do with it, how they explain. Yeah, like what happened? To what them. happened? Where? Yeah, um, I'm sure that they will do everything in their power to make it as respectful, uh, respectful yeah. as as humanly possible. Uh, and I'm curious to see what what their next step is. I'm hoping for Shuri, his his sister, to become the next Black Panther. 
I mean, they did. This happened in the comics. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if all the things that have happened in the last year or so, I still feel like this one's like one of the worst things. Like, as far as pop culture goes. Oh, I f- yeah. I feel bad that he, he passed. Yeah. yeah absolutely. But uh, I'm, I'm that just. Was, it was re- a real shock. Yeah. It was kind of came out of nowhere. Yeah. Uh, but I'm curious to see what they do with this one. Uh, keeping on, moving on. It's not going to be easy. It's not going to be an easy one for him to make. That's that sure. one's that one's going to be, and it's going to be tough to watch too. Yeah. I have a feeling it's going to yeah. be real tough to. Uh, yeah, it's going to be very emotionally charged. A lot of it is going to be. It makes me wonder if there's like enough like leftover footage or unused footage. I don't think there was. Mm. Not not to make a whole movie, but at least to be able to piece together something. At least in the beginning of the film. I don't even think I would like that Mm. because that's a slippery slope to where you end up with uh, Grand Moff Tarkin showing up in Rogue One Mm. as a CGI monstrosity. (laughs) I don't don't want Chadwick Boseman CGI monstrosity. Rogue One didn't look that bad. Yeah, I recently watched Rogue One and I don't think it looks bad. I think it looks, I, looks like a cartoon. I think the Carrie Fisher is a little questionable, but yeah, I think the rest of it was fine. Okay. Um, okay. couple more here. Sometime likely in 2022, the new Blade movie with Marashala Ali. Cool. Why kinda, not? Yeah. I'm kind of, kind of want to see that. I've never seen the other Blade movies, but the other Blade vampire. movies are, are, are goofy. Yeah. They're, they're goofy fun. Like, the, fir- vampire, like so, the first yeah. one, the first one's cool. Second one's kind of. Blade Trinity is not very oh, good. Oh, Blade Trinity, the third one is terrible. Yeah. I hate that movie. Yeah. But I like Marshall Ali. He's a very, very strong actor. I've liked him uh, going all the way back to uh, the 4400. I don't think I've show. ever seen anything oh, with him in it. Super good show. He's probably the highlight of that show. He's like the standout like hmm. actor on that one. Uh, he also did a really good job as Cottonmouth in uh, the Luke Cage oh, right, um, right. Okay. show for Netflix a few years ago. November 11th, 2022, The Marvels. So this is the sequel to Captain Marvel. Yeah, they they just uh, dropped that name because we got so many Marvels. We now. We, we now have three uh, variants of Ms. or Captain Marvel. So Carol and uh, Monica Rambeau, who uh, featured heavily in WandaVision and has recently gotten powers, and also Ms. Marvel, uh, who is getting her own show on uh, Disney Plus. Uh, they actually recently leaked pictures and of her, her costume, the costume looks so close it, to comic it's accurate. Perfect. Yeah. It's probably like the closest to comic accurate I've I've seen. It's really really good. Um so it looks like all three of these captains and Ms. Marvels are going to be in this one movie because the logo it, it's the Captain Marvel font, but it has uh Monica Rambeau's logo in one spot of it and then it has the S is the uh Ms. Marvel design on the front of her costume so great yeah sounds good super good super good right probably something's gonna happen and captain marvel is gonna be too busy doing something in space (laughs) and the other two marvels will have to take care of it until she comes back right yeah (laughs) so do you think (laughs) do you think they're gonna do any like add any more marvel like marvels because there is a marvel boy there is a uh, they'll get the DC bunch, yeah. Marvels in there. Yeah, they'll get they'll get Captain Marvel. <laughs> yeah, Mary the, Marvel. Yeah, and... Mary Marvel and <laughs> yeah, Captain Marvel Junior. So weird. There's a Captain Marvel Junior, even though that Captain the one, Marvel himself is a child. That's the one that Elvis really liked. Elvis really liked Captain Marvel Junior. 
which in, which uh, influenced his white costume, his yeah. white uh, jumpsuit. His look, yeah. a lot of his look is inspired by Captain Marvel Jr., which oh, is yeah. a weird It's a weird thing. thing yeah. yeah. February 17th, 2023, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantum Mania. I'm calling my shot. That's going to be the beginning of the next major antagonist, like the next major phase of the big Marvel movies, like the big crossover, get them, get them together. Because the uh, villain... Uh, and we uh, talked about this a long time ago, but the villain for this film is Kang the Conqueror, who is a time traveling space despot. And we've had space despots before. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But his whole thing is like, oh, no, Ant-Man has discovered the secrets of time travel and he's screwed up time. I'm a get him. <laughs> that's kind of the thing. And so I'm, I'm always fine. down for another Ant-Man. I like the other two. Yeah. The second Ant-Man is one of the few Marvel movies that I've watched more than one time. <laughs> Ant-Man and the Wasp is super good. It is. Super, super good. Ant-Man always, like, me, like there's always some point in the movie where I'm just kind of chuckling because it's some oh, it's, stupid joke they it's, do. It's goofy, and it's it's a heist movie more than anything. It's more than a superhero movie. It's a heist film. And that's what that's the Paul Rudd effect yes. is what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. <laughs> May 5th, 2023, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. And uh, James Gunn is back. He's coming back for the third one. That's all we it'd know be, about it. It'd be dumb that they if they didn't. Yeah, it wouldn't be Guardians if it wasn't James yeah. Gunn. I, f- I wonder if like it's going to be kind of like the first one where the current Gamora doesn't like Peter. I bet you that's going to be a major plot of it. But we really don't know anything about it. All we know is that it's p- being pushed back this far because he is contractually obligated to finish up Suicide Squad and also the Peacemaker uh, TV series for HBO Max starring John Cena as that that big, dumb, big, Peacemaker. dumb boy. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's kind of weird. I, I would have thought that Guardians 3 would have came out before Thor Love and Thunder, mm-hmm. being the fact that Thor left with the Guardians. Yeah. It's true. <laughs> Yeah. Well, he's not the big focus of that one, though. Natalie Portman. Natalie is. Portman is really the the focus of yeah. it. Yeah. I, I mean, you think he would have been there to at least explain or pass the hammer on? Or... Yeah, yeah. He'll be. He'll but be she wasn't, there. But I he bet. wasn't yeah. there to pass the hammer on in the comics. Yes, he was. Yeah, kind of. I guess. No, there, there was no kind of. I mean, he was. He yeah. Was, he was there in the fight. Yeah. With uh. That's fair. Yeah. That's with true. uh, Nick Fury, the original Nick Fury. Yes. Who's the Watcher now, right? Well, he killed the Watcher. And then became the Watcher. Yeah, he took his eye and they had a fight on the moon. <laughs> Comics! Yeah. yeah it's I, dumb. I just hope they just swing wide and make a really different movie because I be felt cool. like Guardians 2 was already starting to like be a little too similar to the it was first a little, one. It was a little samey. I, I liked a lot of the elements they added to it, but it was part of it was a little samey, I guess. But yeah, it was still a good movie. I just think I don't know if it'll hold up a third time. Yeah, that's <laughs> so, true. So please do something wildly different. Yeah. Hey, I hate to cut us off here, but uh, we have actually hit time. <laughs> We've talked about two news articles and we have we have hit time for the week. So uh, plenty <laughs> of stuff to talk about next week. Uh, thank you all for tuning in. You've been listening to Nerd Overload. You can find us each and every day over at nerdoverload.com. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, and Instagram at Nerd Overload Now. You can send us an email, staff at nerdoverload.com, or give us a call on the Nerd Overload hotline, 586-372-8020. 
uh, leave us a message and we might play it on the show. <laughs> I, I like this flourish that you're adding at the end of this. Two weeks in a row. I like it. Um, you can also find all of our back episodes on various podcast apps such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, and more. And finally, I'd like to thank David Pencil for the use of our intro and outro. You can find more of his stuff over at davidpencil.com. So again, thank you all for tuning in this week, and we will be back next week. Peace out.